0: Meanwhile in the pot cave Welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. Podman Ron, sir. And uh, we got the gang back together. And uh, uh, the big news is Brian is back from Comic Con, and has loads of uh, loads of information for us. And as I'm sure all our Instagram followers. Uh, saw uh, lots of, uh, exciting stuff. I had, I had people at work saying, Oh my gosh, you're emailing me saying, Oh, are you, did you make it to Comic Con? I'm like, No, not me. Someone else. Someone you else made lied, it.
1: Brad. What's you that? Said, yeah, that was me. That's yeah, me. All, me. That's all me. me.
2: All me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty great. We, uh, we flew in Wednesday or Tuesday. We were there for the uh, preview night Wednesday and then, uh, had tickets for every day. So, it was uh, it was surreal. It was overwhelming. It's yeah. like it's, to the point where it's like it's it's hard to even figure out where to start.
0: Are you almost so, sick uh, of comic books and and nerd stuff like that now?
2: Uh, no. Podman yeah. no, Ron strong. predicted
0: the downfall of the nerd culture. Is this maybe the start of it for you?
2: No. It uh, it was like surreal though. Like uh, and and honestly, the comic book part wasn't that. Uh, Prevalent. Like right. uh, the San Diego Comic Con, the Comic Con part was probably like maybe twenty percent of the whole thing.
0: It's all so, it's all gone Hollywood, right? It's
2: all gone Hollywood. It's all Hollywood. Maybe more like thirty. But yeah, yeah. So the uh I think where to start. It's huge. Like you, if you've never been to the San Diego Comic Con or San Diego Convention Center, it's it's a long, long, long building. Um, and one side is a marina. Uh, the other side is, uh, there's railroad tracks and then like trolley tracks. And then you've got like the, the city and the hotels and and restaurants and all beyond that. And then on the South end, it butts up to, um, uh, the San Diego Padres baseball field. So the San Diego baseball stadium. And then north end, they've got like parks. And so if you're in the convention center, people come just to, to see the stuff outside Comic Con. Yeah. And there was enough. Like if you went like uh, two or three blocks in any direction outside of the convention center, uh, there was exhibits and, and, uh, networks and, and, and all that stuff outside. So like, uh, you know, outside. On the back, on the back side of uh, the convention center, they had a huge Dragon Ball Z Castle Core pavilion, which I don't care anything about Dragon Ball Z, but man, the, the lines were enormous for it the whole time. Uh, the marina, several of the boats had been decked out. One, the one I went on was for the DC Universe app, uh, but they had one for IMDb. Um, they had another one for Warner Brothers specifically. Uh, also on the back side, they had, Adult Swim, which Adult Swim had, like, a, a concert stage and they had a virtual Ricky and, Mor- Rick and Morty um, video, uh, like, game experience where you'd go in and it would be, like, simulator games. And they had the Rickmobile, you know, the giant Rick um, uh, van that looks like him kind of, like crouched down. Right. You, uh, you've seen it before. Um. And then they had, uh, FX Networks. That was all on the backside between the back of the building and the marina. And FX Networks, they had, um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They had Archer. And, and all of these you had to register online just to get in. Um, so, uh, well, with, uh, Adult Swim, they didn't really have any free tchotchkes. What? You know, any, any free, they didn't have any free giveaways. That's but, not right. Uh, FX. They got a. Uh, I got a Always Sunny in Philadelphia phone case, which is them with the uh, the, the David Bowie look. We have with the the lightning bolt. Right. Um. I got a free phone case. Uh, I got. They uh, had a hat. They were doing trucker hats. You got to pick your, your the patches that they put on it. Uh. And so I got a, a patch, you know a hat with an archer hat or with an archer patch on it. Uh, and they had like uh. We could see like, um, previews of the new season of Archer. You couldn't really do anything with, um, Sunny, although they had the guy in the green spandex, the, the, the green lycra suit out there dancing and everything the whole time, like it was Charlie. Um, so that was the backside. On the front side, you had like the main thoroughfare going into Comic Con. Um, the Hard Rock Hotel was there and NBC had rented it all out. And so there was a restaurant there at the Hard Rock Hotel that they turned into the interdimensional hole of pancakes from uh, the Good Place. Uh, and like when you, if you went in there and ate, stuff happened while you were eating. Like the lights would flicker and portals would open and stuff. Uh, they had the lobby of the Hard Rock was uh, built out like uh, Cloud Nine from uh, Super Show uh superstore and super and they had like specialty products. Did you guys see the photos I posted on
0: Instagram? Yeah, the Dunder Mifflin uh, pyramid thingy?
2: Yeah, they had the pyramid uh tablet and the Dunder Mifflin uh um, paper. They had the cones of Dunshire games. So pretty cool. So they had like Easter eggs of all the other NBC shows. Um and then the coolest thing for NBC was they had uh, they had a pop up building that they had built out as uh the Brooklyn nine nine precinct. And so the the what they said was they had opened up a franchise of the nine nine precinct in Comic Con. And so that thing was like a six hour wait several times wow. we tried to get in. Um the reason why is when you got in um it was a, like a an immersive like uh like a dinner theater kind of a thing. So no dinner. But you you got in, if you you walked in and you were in the, the briefing room and they're giving you like what's what's gonna happen, they're telling you the backstory. They play a video with uh uh Andy Sandberg and Terry Crews and all. But basically, if you ever watch the show, they do a Halloween heist every year, and so they've got like a belt, and then whoever ends up with the belt at the end of the night wins the Halloween heist. So that's what you're doing, is you're doing the Halloween heist. So they split you into teams, you went in there, when you walked into it, it was like a replica of the precinct when you walked in. And so this is all a pop-up building. Okay. And so when you walk in, they open the doors, there's a Harley Quinn cosplayer getting arrested, and she's, like, chained to, like, the desk. There's a Doctor Who being escorted to, like, a drunk tank. Um, and then you walk in, and they give you, like, what you've got to do to solve the Halloween heist. And so you did it as teams. And if you won, you won a Brooklyn nine nine like badge, okay. um, pin. So really, really cool. Um, but yeah, it was, but we, we just kind of lucked out. We like walked up right as they were shutting down and they needed some more people to fill out, uh, their three teams. And so we, we, they're like, how many you got? It? We're like five. We're like, come on. So we didn't have to wait, but, uh, it was really, really cool, really immersive. So that was, that was the NBC pavilion stuff. Um, Like a block over from NBC, there's a big park, and Amazon Prime rented it out, and they were demoing the boys. They were, de- uh, and it was the same thing. Uh, have you guys seen? I know Brad, you said you'd seen the boys. Ron, have you seen the boys yet?
1: Oh, uh, and I haven't seen it at all. I want
2: to see it though. So the first episode, Brad, where the whole thing with translucent in the electronics store. Yeah. That's what you walk into. And so it's the electronic store. There's the hole in the wall that's the size of translucent. You walk in and you're trying to figure out what happened and you're, um, you're trying to cover it up before the cops get there. And so again, it's like, it was like an immersive sort of do this, do this. All right. Unlock this. And, uh, but, um, if you apparently, and I didn't know this at the time, apparently if you get it a certain way, you would earn, um, a password to get into like a, like a secret comic shop. Hmm. And in that comic shop, they would load you up with like freebies. So didn't know about it until like Monday or Tuesday after we'd already left, but, uh, but that was, that was there. They had the expanse, which was on sci-fi and now it's going to Amazon Prime. If you went through that one, it was like they ran you through like a war zone sort of thing. Um, uh again acting like you were you were live in the show. And then they had that uh Carnival Row um T V show that's coming out with Orlando Bloom and uh Kara De Yeah it So um so that was their three. Uh and but it was a huge pavilion. And they had like free food and snacks and and drinks and you know but it was but they had rent it they'd built out they'd rent out a whole park. Uh, and then right next to that, across the street, was another park uh, that was Fox. And it was Animation Domination. So what they did there was they had, like, carnival games, and they had a Ferris wheel. They brought in a Ferris wheel specifically for Comic-Con. It was all free. Um, then as you went out further blocks, you had other experiences. Like there was a, um, a Borderlands 3 um, museum. There was... The Pennyworth exhibit and then the John Luke Picard exhibit. Oh. And so the Pennyworth, which I sent you guys a link to get epics for free for a month, the epics app. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they already dropped the first episode of Pennyworth. Yeah. And it's actually really, really good. It's kind of a mix between like, um, like the key and feel Avengers, um, and, uh, uh a little bit of, uh, Ban from uncle. So, but you go in. What they did was all throughout San Diego on these blocks, they at the corner of the blocks, they'd have these people dressed in like royal, um, like royal, uh, royal guards, but they were wearing masks and stuff, and they would give out these little, these invitations. Well, when you went to the to the um, Pityworth exhibit, you would go downstairs. And it was like a like a hidden, like club, and so they had. Free, like drinks and food. And they had like a, a, a lounge singer. And then you went and there was like a, an area that was like a, like a, uh, like a study, like a library, like a gentleman's club sort of, or like a, like a secret society sort of library. Yeah. Then you went, you, you went further through and they had like a, like a telegraph sort of room. And then finally there was like a torture chamber. And so basically they were setting up the concept of there's basically two parties uh, fighting for control of England in the sixties. Uh, and, and so you kind of got the whole backstory of what was going to happen, um, in the show. And they had like a photo op and everything really cool. And the episode and the, the show was really good. They, they released the first episode. The next one didn't come out, I think, until the seventh. So check that out. And then, um, then there was the John Luke Picard Museum, which you go through it and I posted photos. You go through it, it kind of follows, like, his entire career. It's a museum built around his career. Uh, and there were some really cool Easter eggs in there. Um, one, it's it's remarkable how much uh, John Luke Picard looked like David Duchovny when he was young. Mm. Uh, yes. So check that photo out. And then there was another one where you got to see Jack Crusher, like him and Jack Crusher together. And it kind of follows, like, his career even past the next generation, you know, what all happened. So I posted most of those photos. I tried to take good text photos if anybody wanted to read it, but it was some really good Easter eggs in there. And then they gave you like a, uh, you got a Starfleet badge
0: when you left. Um, they, they give you a badge just for, for, uh, waiting in line, right?
2: Just for waiting in line. Um, so that was pretty much the stuff outside of Comic Con. Uh, inside Comic Con, it was for, well, it started at 100, aisle 100. And it went to aisle, like, 6500. Um, and each aisle had, like, four intersections going back. And, uh, like, the 100 to 1000s, 1, those aisles were all video game developers. So you had, like, Nintendo there, and you had Capcom, and Blizzard, and Never, uh, where All those video game developers were, like, in the 100 to 1000s. 1, the 1,000s to the 3,000s was all of your actual like comic book stores. This is where we're able to put up our our tables, um, and so, so that's where you had all the the toy toy uh, vendors, and you had all of the comic shops. Then from like the 3,000s to the 5,000s was like book publishers. So you had like IDW there, you had um, Penguin. Uh, you had Del Rey, you had Disney, um, publishing, you had all these, uh, book publishers. Then when you got into like the, the four thousands, it became, um, all the toy, the toy vendor, or the toy manufacturers. So you had Asbro, you had Lego, you had Mattel, you had, uh, like Gentle Giant and Sideshow. And then when it got into like the uh, the five thousands, that's where it was like the the TV studios, and so you had Netflix. The only thing Netflix had was like a big uh, the kids did it; they they liked it, but they had a, uh, a but this is all they had for Netflix was a, um, uh, uh, Dark Crystal exhibit because uh, that show is coming out I guess, oh, yeah. next yeah. month. They had um, ABC had like their big pavilion, and what they did they had the roundabout table. And then, like, a little shop. And so, that's, you'd see the cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sitting there. You'd see the, uh, uh, um, they were all signing. Then you saw, there's a, a show called Emergence that's coming out, uh, and they had the whole cast of it. Um, so they were kind of, you know, trot out their, their, they tried to do what stars. Warner Brothers did.
0: So, who, who, yeah, what, what other, uh, TV or movie stars did you see? Now, we said, we saw you saw Tom Cruise. Well, that's what I was getting to. That's okay. what I was
2: getting to. So then you had the, so the ABC was trying to do kind of like their version of it, but clearly the big, the big one for all of this is Warner Brothers. Um, because their booth was, I mean, enormous. It had multiple signing tables. It had the round, the circular roundabout signing table, but it also had like other tables set up where they would do like, they were just doing something constantly. If it wasn't a comic creator and a comic artist, it was Game of Thrones cast. Like, it wasn't Game of Thrones cast. It was Veronica Veronica bar's cast. It wasn't Veronica. It was the it was the of uh, the uh, the cast of it. So like they were constantly doing stuff, and they had like several sections inside of their their booth. Their booth was like I mean it was gigantic. It was two stories, so their booth had two VIP lit areas above it, um where you'd see like the celebrities hanging out before they came down to do their signings.
0: <laughs> Where so they started uh, uh, monkeying around with the, the riffraff of Comic-Con.
2: That's right. That's right. And so in there you would see, you know, our, and then inside their booth, they had, like, a part of it that was DC Direct,
0: and so they had, like, all the, all, a lot of different new merchandise. To you, you may be Black. losing some bars there, Brian. Oh, you sorry. Broke
2: so, so you had, like, a DC Direct section, which had, like, a lot of new statues for, and stuff they'll be coming out with for DC Direct. Then you had, like, a DC Universe section. Then you had, like, the CW section. Um, and so they, they had like a, a Riverdale set sitting there. They had, um, uh, the comic section was there too. So like, uh, they had stuff for, uh, the Harley Quinn show, like the preview stuff for the Harley Quinn show. And in there, Tamra got to see the cast of Veronica Mars. We passed by and saw the, the cast of Game of Thrones. The, uh, the, the entire cast of it was there, I think on Thursday doing their signings. Um, and then, uh, up top, we, uh, Tamara saw, um, on Friday, uh, Tom Cruise. Wow. Up top.
0: Or someone the, who we'll was able, supposed to be Tom Cruise.
2: Or someone who was supposed to be Tom right. Cruise. Right. So we see, she's like, I saw Tom Cruise. She sends me a photo. This dude looks like Tom Cruise. And then, and this is like, you know, um, I, I, I like pull it up. And then, of course, I check my phone and they just released the, uh, the Top Gun 2 trailer. Uh, top Gun Maverick, and so, um, and he's wearing like the bomber jacket and everything. And I'm like, man, it looks like an, it Well, I thought I was like, he looks a, looks a little thin, but I didn't think too much about it, right? And so, um, like the whole weekend, we're like, oh, we saw Tom Cruise, we saw Tom Cruise. We get back on Tuesday, and then we see a, uh, an article where, and oh, and that was the thing too was uh, up up top. He was being interviewed by Entertainment Tonight. Yeah, so you could see Entertainment Tonight backdrop and then interviewing him. Well, we we check and uh, we saw that uh, there was a um, a look alike that they interviewed on Entertainment Tonight. So, but now we're starting to think it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was actually uh, that look alike. So But but it's almost like I I think that was probably planned to get a reaction because you know why would you you know right about the same time you're announcing uh, Top Gun Maverick. Trot this guy out, you know. Interview him on Entertainment Tonight, uh, like. Uh, so I think I think it's just Tom Cruise didn't want
0: to, just didn't want <laughs> to show up at Comic Con. He didn't want to be around all those nerds.
2: Now he was in Hall H, like they were. They released it in Hall H, but he didn't come out. And that was the same thing. Like uh, Kristen Bell did not come out with the Veronica Mars cast. What a bitch! So she was in Hall H, but when they did the signing, she didn't come out. Tamara, she got her poster and Veronica or, and uh, Kristen Bell had signed it, but she wasn't actually out there to meet. Wow. So, um, but yeah, but Bill Hader was out there. I saw him out there when it was out there, uh, when the it cash was out there. So it, it's, it's kind of wonky who who comes to the table and who doesn't. But, uh, and then beyond like the movie studio, TV studio stuff, then you had Artist Alex.
0: No ah, so, one cared about that. Was it just Barry? Well,
2: uh, it was, it has some good, I mean, they had Capullo and Snyder were there. Uh, Tom King and Mitch Gerards were there, which, uh, Mitch Gerards won the Eisner for best, uh, best comic book art. So, uh, best, uh, penciler. So, cause I'd forgotten the Eisners were during San Diego Comic Con. Um, but, uh, so, This is kind of interesting. They put the comic shops on, like, the 1,000s to the 3,000s, but then they put Artist Alley on, like, the 6,000s. So you had to, and CGC was there, but CGC had a booth in, like, the 5,000s, and they had another booth at the 900s. Well, the 5,000s was there so you could get, you know, you could get witnesses for your signatures, Um, but you couldn't submit anything. You had to submit everything at nine hundred. So, I kept having to get something signed, check in at five thousand and walk all the way down to nine hundred to submit it. I had to do that like six different times over the over the four days. That was a pain in the ass,
0: yeah, so but, but all uh, work um all but work are you well, so the real question are you going are you planning on going next year, or do you say, hey eh, maybe this is once every handful of years maybe?
2: It's once every handful of years. No reason to go again. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was pricey when you figure you, know, you get gouged for the hotel. Yeah, the tickets aren't necessarily that expensive. I mean, the ticket, the passes were like four hundred dollars a piece, uh, and the twins were free, oh, but cool. we had to buy one for Jacob. So I mean, that was like twelve hundred dollars for passes. Another like, and we stayed pretty far out. You know, it was like another $1,500 for the, for the hotel. Yeah. And that was cheap. Um, you know, we probably just, and then plane tickets and car rental. <laughs> I mean, it was probably four grand before we even got to the con. Yeah. So, um, it was really cool, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a bit before we do it again. The, um, uh, the cool, it was just cool to see all the stuff, you know, they had all the product demos and they had like the stuff that's coming out. Like uh you know, uh um all the announcements. How oh, they're even trying to get into Hall H. Hall H people for Friday morning were lining up Wednesday night. Yeah, that is um, that's crazy. and sleeping sleeping over. Once you got into Hall H you didn't have to leave. I didn't know that. Once you got in there, you could literally just stay until it closed. Hmm. Um so so people I guess we'll just, just camp out, get in there and then you know what? If uh, hopefully it's something I'm interested in, but I'm not leaving. Wow. So uh, yeah. So if you wanted to get into something at four o'clock in the afternoon, you had to commit to being there. You know, in the in the you know, probably like six a.m. waiting in line. So what um, was what was
0: yeah. your what was the number one thing that you saw that that you're like, all right, this made it worthwhile. Well, the
2: uh, the DC
0: Universe um, the, the cruise was really yeah. cool. So who did the you cruise, meet? Yeah. who did you meet? So, uh, uh, they, uh, Jim Lee. Okay. Hang so out with Jim Lee. They,
2: they brought us, they brought us on. They had breakfast. They had drinks. Uh, uh, what like did all, you
1: say? Did you get to sit with Jim Lee? Like sitting on a table with him or what? No,
2: I got to, I mean, you, you got to give you a limited edition print and he signed it.
1: I know, but like, is there, is it is like a big room with everybody in the same room that he's eating in there with y'all and stuff? No, it's, it's a boat. Oh.
0: But uh, to, to Podman, is are you just kind of is everybody just kind of meandering around, and then it's like, oh, there's Jim Lee. Let me go talk to him, type thing. Or are you, or are you have to wait it in line, a, or
2: uh, he. I think it kind of turned into that because the like the size of space or the the space you were dealing with uh, again being on a boat. But, but he took his time. I talked to him for a few minutes.
0: What did you Nobody say? He was in
2: a real rush. Uh, he, I was wearing a, a shirt that he, he thought was interesting. All right. So
0: we talked about that. Show me your tits. So, <laughs> show me your tits. <laughs> so,
2: but yeah, um, so that was, that was, uh, that was really cool. Uh, there was one point where <laughs> Nickelodeon had built the, uh, the Krusty Krab from, uh, SpongeBob, uh, like a life-size Krusty Krab in, in there. They had the voice cast doing signings. Everybody, the entire voice cast, uh, would be their signing. Um, then you get photo ops with Squidward and SpongeBob and Patrick and all. Um, but if you, if you waited, and this, this was again, one of those like four or five hour lines, but if you waited, you could actually participate in the Fry Cook games. And so you got to do like, uh, like almost like a double dare sort of a challenge. Oh, uh, there. Uh, know, you, there. you,
0: you're, you're the, uh, the Podman Brian family loves a good uh, uh, slime, uh, Nickelodeon slime game thing, right? We love a good challenge, yeah.
2: And so we got in. We uh, if you won, you got a winner's badge for a, you know winner of the fry cook games. If you lost, you got a wiener badge. Um, gotcha. But. So we did it and we were we were the last people to do it for the entire convention. We kept checking over there and like it'd be like four hours. Oh the lines cut off. Uh three hours, lines cut off. Check back, check back, check back. So like the last day, Sunday, um, I had gotten stuff signed by Snyder and Capulo, uh, which Warner Brothers would not let CGC come over um and witness for the signatures. Like, I guess, because it was going to be a cluster. Very so, I got stuff signed. I had gotten a, a signing experience by them, but I couldn't get anything graded or certified. Mm-hmm. So, what I did was they had another signing later on in the day. And they went, they, because they knew I wanted something graded, they, they just signed for free. Because they knew CGC was being, because Warner Brothers was kind of being asses about it. So, um, they signed something for me for free uh, later in the day. But it was late in the day on Sunday. So I got it signed. I had to do the whole thing of running down to the aisle 900. Well, I'm running to 900, and Tamara calls me, and she goes, get back over here now. They're going to let us in the Nickelodeon thing. Well, I'm waiting for CBC, waiting for CBC. I'm trying to get back over there. And uh, coming up the aisle, as I'm impatiently waiting, is uh, my, uh, my celebrity interaction. Um, it, uh, it's uh, Jerry from The Walking Dead uh, and also the dad, the foster dad on Shazam. Oh, wow. I was okay. walking up the aisle. And so I kind of make eye contact with him. I was like, hey, man. He gets up to me. i was like, hey, man, oh, cool to see you. you know, uh, It's really, really cool running into you. I love the show. I you know, love you and Shazam. He's like, oh, thanks, man, thanks. And uh, kind of just had that little moment. And he walked away. He got about, I don't know, like 15, 20 feet away. And so he turns around and came back. And he goes, hey, not to sound like, you know, a pretentious jerk or anything, but did you
0: want a photo? And I was
2: like, man, yeah, I would love to get a photo. I, I would love to get a photo. I I didn't want to bug you, so we we took our little.
0: Well, you had it. a little moment there. But That's sweet.
2: Really cool guy. Really cool guy. And then I got myself graded and had to book it back down so we could do the fry cook games. So, but when we did, the, so we were the last people to do it. We it was a really cool little 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 game and thing they did. But at the end, they gave us. I don't know if it's because we were the last people or what. They gave us a. Uh, um, a Patrick, like, uh, figurine. It's, it's really big. But it's signed by uh, Bill Farber. That's the guy's name, right? Dauber. What's Dauber's name from Coach?
1: From Coach? Farber, I think you're right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it was signed by Bill Farber. So, uh, like, so it's, a, it's a big figure. Um, so that was cool. That was cool. That was another really cool experience. The uh, I'd say probably the coolest things were probably uh, – <laughs> The most impressive thing was probably brooklyn nine nine The level of like uh, uh immersion and the and, and the level of what they did for that experience was really really cool so
0: all right uh what you know, what about all of the now how did you keep up with all the news going on i mean there was all kinds of Marvel was announcing all kinds of uh, Phase 4, Phase 5, Phase 6 type stuff left and right, and you weren't in Hall H, so you didn't hear it firsthand, no. but it sounds like you were uh, keeping up to date with uh, with the, the well, San Diego Comic-Con app or something.
2: Marvel had a booth, but Marvel's booth was primarily – they had stuff going on the whole time. They had, like, a costume contest. They would have, like, creator – Uh, creators come up and do signings they do like little interview panels, but it was almost exclusively Marvel comics there really wasn't the announcements that happened in Hall H were not really ever addressed inside the convention center so unless you saw it on social media you'd have no idea it was happening so
0: gotcha and you know they we did have um um what, I guess all of Phase 4 announced, or what we think is announced, the next handful of movies, uh, heavy hitters like Shang, Shang-Chi and, Shang-Chi, and uh, yeah. uh, uh, Blade <laughs> coming up. I mean, uh, did anything there, it's, Podman Ron? Was anything out of Marvel exciting to hear about?
1: Actually, I thought a lot of it was. You know oh. what? I'll be honest with you. I wasn't really looking forward to Phase 4, but.
2: There comes I The Apologist. No, you know, I, admit. like shang Chi and Blade are not huge announcements.
1: They're huge, or yeah, like Blade is a huge announcement. There's people that like Blade. They, I don't know who the hell they but are. But you are no not of one, one of them. I'm not one of you, them, but I like the. It was a huge surprise that who they got to play the guy. And if y'all want to go back to when Luke Cage first premiered. I said that that actor was a great actor. I'd never even... That was before he got popular. And everybody now loves this actor. And I think it's great that he's playing Blade. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better cast than that. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's that's really a great casting. And from what I heard, he was the one that sought out. They weren't even going to do Blade. He called Kevin Feig and asked to play Blade. And they went ahead because... Strike while the iron's hot. They made room for Blade because this actor—I can't never say his name.
0: I was about to ask you what was his name again.
1: I can never. It's Ali, something Ali, Muasha Ali or something. That he actually called Kevin Feige and said he wanted to play Feige. Blade. Feige and wanted to play Blade, and so they made room for it just because he wanted to do it. And it's a great casting. It really is. So yeah, I was. Kind of excited about Blade for the first time ever in my life,
2: but yeah. But you have to say, all right. So here's what we what we had announced. I mean, take like like knock off the glow the the glow of the announcements, right? Okay, you
1: know, yeah. Go it's, ahead. It's like uh-huh. it's like you went go, you go through went, all the announcements, and I'll tell you why I'm excited about each one, except Eternals. I'm not excited about Eternals at all. But well, and it's, everything it's it's else, like, it's like the Golden Corral
2: mentality. We're going to oh, do a lot I, of stuff that may not be great, but there's a lot of
1: it. So. No, but you got to look between what they're doing. And I don't think you're under, wanna, you're looking at what they're doing.
2: <laughs> so. But, what? We, we've we got, uh, the biggest announcement, the most, and even then, there's, you got to take it with a grain of salt, was, uh, Thor, you know, Love and Thunder, right? The fact that we're getting, that Thor is going to be the first, you know, you know, fourth movie installment. But even then it's gonna be really Jane Foster centric, right? Well, so,
1: well I'm just gonna say for one thing we're getting yeah, we're getting four Thor four, four, but we're also getting back the director that everybody likes and he did such a great job with the last
0: one. What's his name again? You know I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't,
0: I can't, Ronnie loves actors <laughs> whose names he cannot pronounce.
2: pronounce. Damn name. Yeah. It's the mystique. Um, he yeah. can't
1: pronounce
0: their names, so he's just enamored. Yeah, he's just, he is really <laughs> enamored with these these people with wacky names.
1: <laughs> wacky names,
0: man. Taki Wakudu. Yeah, Taki yeah, Wakudu. He came
1: back. You got Natalie Portman, which, you know, I'm not that great of a fan with Natalie Portman, but you know what? I'll, I You know, I'm a fan of continuity, and they're bringing, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's coming back. They're doing that that storyline with James Foster and you know, that was a pretty good storyline. I mean, so it's something different. Um, I think also, if we went back to the podcast where that, that
2: storyline was happening, we, we, there was a different PMR. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is well, a you're, woke you're, PMR. You're right.
1: You know, I, there was, I didn't like all, but you know what? It was a story and we got back. Thor, and it was the story's over with now. But we we went back to Thor. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is a woke. It's something different. It's something different.
0: There you go. That
2: was the big announcement, right? That was the biggest of the announcements, right? Arguably, that's the 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 best uh, potential film. Um, You've got Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, which uh, you. Said numerous times, nobody cares about Shang Chi. All
1: right, right. can I go back? Let me go back to that now. You're right. I had I had no I had no interest in Shang Chi. I I never liked him as a comic book. I don't. I didn't understand when they tried to shoehorn him in to the Avengers about ten years ago. And I don't know. And I definitely didn't know why the MCU all of a sudden wanted him in the movies. And you know, totally forgot about Iron Fist and left him to. Struggle on the TV, but when they said the Ten Rings, now you're you're looking back at the old Iron Man villains that we never really got to look at, and you're you're going deep within the mythology of the Marvel universe, the the MCU universe. So, you know, now it's piqued my interest. What is this? You know, is it going to tie into? More of the, the old stuff, you know, the Iron Man, the first Iron Man. How is, how is it going to tie into that? Are we going to see the real Mandarin, which I'm sure we will, and how that's going to tie into Iron Man 3? So, I mean, so yeah, that got me excited. I mean, i I
2: so I like then that. we've got, then we've got, uh, arguably the weakest Marvel movie outside of Thor the Dark World, uh, <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Multiverse right. of Madness.
1: All right, right. So now let me let me say my excitement about that. My excitement I I, I wasn't a big Doctor Strange fan. You know, it's one of my least ones that I like. I've never really liked this comic book. But they also said that Scarlet Witch is going to be in this movie. It's she's but, gonna come off of but Scar- Hold, on a, minute, hold you- on a minute, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. She's gonna come off of WandaVision and it's gonna go into Doctor Strange. Well, there's talk that it's going to be the whole House of M where she loses her mind. She's going crazy. She can't control her powers, and she's making these multiverses. And that's she, – she's going to be a part of it, but she's going to be kind of a bad guy in it. That's the rumor that's going around. So that's the rumor. Okay. That's it. That's so, interesting, though. I mean, uh, I mean that's – and then you're going to see all these multiverse things go going. So But remind yeah. me
2: how did you feel about Scarlet Witch as a character in the Avengers movies?
1: Yeah, but you're missing the point, yeah. No. But they're they're letting her grow though now. I mean, now she's she's slowly going into the way she is in the comic books and the way she lost her mind in the comic books. That's interesting. I mean it's not the same it's not the same status quo of the character. I mean they're, Marvel's taking these movies and they're like interconnecting them so we're not just going to get a, a Shang-Chi you know just out there it's, he's going to be connected to the Marvel universe and, and the same with Doctor Strange you know it's going to further the narrative of the whole MCU and not just Doctor Strange's story you know that's that's what makes these sure. movies work
2: and then we had Black Widow. Like, that was the other announcement was Black Widow, right? The confirmation of Black Widow. Ugh. Right? And we got a little bit about Black Widow that it's going to be David Harbour from that awful Hellboy. From Hellboy. going to be yeah. playing, uh, is going to be playing Red Star, I guess. And, and you're going to have, which I, I would think it'd be better if you played like Big Bear, but whatever. And then, um, the, this is kind of cool that the, they're saying the the bad guy or the villain is going to be Taskmaster. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's a deep cut that that people have asked for. So, but what we didn't hear—no announcement for Guardians Three, no announcement for Avengers Five, they, no. They're just waiting.
0: They're just waiting.
2: No announcement for Black Panther Two. No, like this was a weak present. Like <laughs> Phase Four is not shaping up. To be like the home run that the first three phases have been. One of those movies sounds like a solid, like, must see. This is the this is the Avengers. This is the that, that ultra, ultra blockbuster. Doctor Strange? Which did tepid at the at the box
1: office to begin
0: with? I do like what the title. I do like the title. I just see what, just I do I like see what the title. you're
1: s I see what you're saying, but I think this is just this is just a setup phase. I mean, kind of like a big setup. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, only a, it's only a it's only a, a two year phase anyway. It's not even. I mean, I phase three was like a like a four or five year phase, if if not longer. So this is here's, only here's, like yeah. Like but a, here's my here's my point though.
2: If it's a setup phase, oh, we're really setting it up with some weak stuff, right? I mean. Blade, which doesn't really fit great into the MCU, right? And especially if they weren't planning for it, how much could it really be interconnected with the other movies, right? Doctor Strange, which could have been a lot better than it was, the first movie was, um, and now we're getting a sequel. Now, the sequel sounds like it could be kind of batshit crazy, but again, like, your average viewer didn't really show up strong for Doctor Strange the first time. What's going to change this time? you've got Black Widow, which is a one-and-done movie. Black Widow's not going to be a sequel, and she's not going to build into anything as far as Phase 4 is, is concerned. She's dead, and they're going to leave her dead. So, uh, And, then, Doctor, and then, uh, then you've got uh, the weirdness that is we saw Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy, but now we're not really going to tell you that story. We're going to back up and tell you this Jane Foster story. So then you got to wonder, well, how much is, is Thor actually going to be in this movie? Is, is is Chris Hemsworth gonna just bookend it? Show up at the beginning, hand off the Yonner, and, and he's gone until, the end of the, and gone until the end of the movie. Again, that's weird. That's wonky. Like so. There's, uh, yeah. There's the the big swing is Eternals, but I don't give two shits about the Eternals.
0: Even with so, Angelina Jolie.
2: Especially with
0: Angelina
2: oh Jolie. God. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't get what people are like. Oh, Marvel won Comic Con. they?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, compared to everything else, I mean, I, I you got I, I mean, I see what you're saying. I mean, I do, and I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just, I'm just saying that although, yeah, it's no big. Home Run or anything, I mean, there's not like a grand world series at the end of these movies, like, you know, like Avengers or Infinity War or anything like that, but they did take these just run-of-the-mill movies, and just by the subtitles and who's going to star in them, it made it a little interesting. I mean, I am I am curious about these movies now, whereas before, I could have gave a shit about Doctor Strange, or I, I couldn't give a shit Definitely couldn't give a shit about Shang Chi and so me, uh, Or or actually Thor Four to be honest with you. I mean I mean I I know the Natalie Portman thing's not gr you know, it's a lot of people so think about it, but these, it's something different, you know? I mean They came
2: up with these names almost so that you can be like avoid the groan. So it's like Doctor Strange 2 Uh Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. They so,
2: like, so the, but, fa- just, the is... to, just the fact that they had, just the fact they had to tack on these these subtitles to the movies, you know, it's almost Marvel telling you, hey, we we know this isn't necessarily what you were asking for, but uh, you know, trust us. That, that's what they're basically saying with these titles. Um, uh, let me let me ask you this. Let me if Phase Four they had announced. They just put up on the screen, just justice like lightning. Would you have geeked out more over that than, than everything else?
1: Justice like lightning. The thunderbolts. Oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, that would have been awesome. I, I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> that would have been your quasi
2: Avengers movie
1: since it doesn't. But seem what like sucks getting is, an Avengers but, movie in phase four. But they keep talking about Dark Avengers, and it's like, don't make Dark Avengers, make Thunderbolts. I mean, come on. But, I mean, that's the big talk is Dark Avengers, Dark Avengers, Dark Avengers. I mean, that's what, you know. And who's to say that in the next year or so, next Comic Con, they'll announce more for Phase 4, you know? But, unless this is all it's going to be.
0: Hello? Yep, yeah, Did Brian? we lose Brian? I don't know. I guess Hello? we did. I think he ran out of bars. Get him back. Get him back. We'll try. Uh, yeah, dare, talk to us, dare, talk to us dare, about dare. how much you were looking forward to Picard, Ron. I'd rather talk
1: with, with Brian about that. So he could shit on it like he did on my other <laughs> like he
0: did on your Marvel thing.
1: <laughs> like he did on my Marvel presentation. I was actually excited about Marvel. He just wanted to shit
0: him. on it. Yeah, he 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 lo- he hates Marvel now. He's a Marvel hater. Alright, let's try to get uh Brian back here. Hey and, yeah, there we are. Now we have him back. Oh is your pod disconnected. All so, right. All right. So yeah. one vote for Marvel and one vote against Marvel. Let's You're, talk about no, Picard, I just,
1: though. I, I just think that in the in the end, I think it's Marvel. Pretty much knows what they're doing. They're, they've got they've got this shit mapped out. Ain't worry I ain't worried about them. I think they're you know the only thing that's really yeah. There's no Black Panther two. There's no Spider-Man two, three. I mean because that you would think that they would really want to get into that. But the funny thing about Spider-Man 3 though, and they set it up beautifully is uh all this all these movies take place in 2023 now, so they can actually really wait till 2023 before <laughs> they re- release a Spider-Man 3 and he's still going to be in high school because well, and that's
2: that to me is all the more reason why you could have wedged in the Thunderbolts. It's just easy. The Avengers were gone. Yeah, Thunderbolt you're right. Ross. Thunderbolt yeah. Ross still exists. Yeah, he's that would charge been. of the raft. I mean, why the hell doesn't he just make his own Avengers team, and then and then and then throw them in different suits and not tell anybody that they're they're former bad guys? And then you've got Zemo that you know turns against him and Moonstone and everything. So you, he's in charge of the raft. His name's Thunderbolt. Like he he's established that he's there. He's established that he didn't
1: get snapped. Like,
2: well, why? then there's a void created by the Avengers. Why the hell wouldn't you just wedge in the Thunderbolts?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you're right. That would have been that would have been a better thing. But you know, that a little bit more important. Yes. Uh, what we
2: did find, like that, that, now they're considering all the Disney Plus TV shows a part of the phase. Right, so we got Loki, which is set in in between all of the uh, um, the Avengers movies. Like that's why his logo is like different letters from different movies, the fonts from different movies. So Loki's going to be interspersed throughout the 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 short term history of the Avengers. You're going to see him pop in and pop out, almost like a Forrest Gump kind of thing. (laughs) I guess.
1: Um, Great. And then you're going to see, uh,
2: you got Hawkeye that's going to establish Kate Bishop Hawkeye and one uh, division, right? And then Bucky Cap. And they're, they're saying that Bucky Cap, the, the Zemo is going to appear there and the, the, the story is going to be that the, uh, the government doesn't want Sam Wilson as the new Captain America. But uh, I'm I'm assuming we only got half of the announcements at Comic Con, and then we'll get the other half at D23, which is in a couple of weeks. So, because at one point they were saying Marvel wasn't even going to show for uh, Comic Con. So, but yeah, I'm I'm assuming we'll get the other half of Phase Four announced at at Comic Con, not at, at at D23. so.
1: I hope you're right. When is that? When is D twenty
2: three? It's mid August. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see. Talk amongst yourselves, while.
0: Uh, Well, I was trying to get uh, Podman Ron to talk about Picard because, yeah, I know you. uh, I was saying to uh, Podman Ron that I didn't really care too much about Star Trek: The Next Generation or any of its characters when it was on TV. I kind of don't care about them when they were in the movies or back when they're on now that they're back on TV, but seeing data chopped up in a, in a box and everything. I don't know if, uh, I don't know how, how do the uh, nerds feel about that?
2: Uh, Quickly. D23 is August 23rd through the 25th. A few weeks Um, away. A few weeks away. Yeah. uh, As far as Picard, BMR and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, you know, as far as Picard, did you guys see the video that I posted? Where they interviewed the cast. I didn't watch it. All right.
0: So Patrick Stewart
2: <laughs> said that uh, that one of his uh, like demands was that he did he not appear in the costume, he not not appear in the in the outfit, and then he said that he had kind of had to eat crow because the story. And they said, okay, no costume, and then the story kind of uh, kind of went into a spot, and he's like, well, oh, crap, I got to put the costume back on. So uh, so they're filming. Towards the back half of season one, he will appear in his Star Trek uniform again. So, but uh, and then I called the uh, the whole thing that uh, the dog would be n- number one. I was like, he should name the dog number one. Guess what? The dog's named number,
0: number one. Going to do number two. Number one.
2: Uh, they said, uh, oh, but in the video, um, there's a lot of spoilers kind of in that video. Uh, the uh, the TV show is going to be based on. The episode I Borg, which featured that they were stranded on that planet with that Borg and, and they named him Hugh Lore. Uh, and that's the episode where Lore died. I gotta go back and watch it because it's probably been 20 plus years since I've seen it. I think that episode came out in 92, but it's based on I Borg. And the, the, the actor that played Hugh is back, uh, in the new Picard series. So he's gotta be doing a, uh, a backflip because he <laughs> he's he's employed again. He got a right? job. So, but the, in the interview, they had um, Patrick Stewart, Britt Spiner, and that guy sitting there uh, with some other cast members, and they um they they mentioned the whole I board thing and the fact that he's there. That's a big part of the story. Um, you saw in the trailer. There's the young girl who like comes to Picard that kind of gets things oh, started. Hold
0: on, I, I got. Uh... Podman, uh, uh, Podman Ron, are you back with us now? I am back. Okay. I don't know why, uh, you guys keep, uh, Hello? dropping off, but Podman Ron dropped off, but he's back now. Okay.
2: Yeah, we were just well, talking about that video. Did you watch that video I sent, Ron, with the it's uh, like 10 minute interview with the cast?
1: No, I still haven't watched it yet. All right.
2: So, yeah, it's yeah. what you and I talk about. It, the, the show's gonna be based on that, this, the episode I Borg with Hugh and, um, but then they even said, they interviewed, you know, Brent Spiner sitting there and he said, you know, data is not in every episode, Oof. but he is a presence throughout the whole uh. season. So I'm taking that as he may be like the ship's computer. Cause oh, it's we'll kind shitty
1: to put your, put, put your buddy in the, Ship's computer. (laughs) I mean, did it first. Well, can I, can I just say this? First of all, let me, let me toot my horn for, uh, predicting this whole story of how Picard was going to get back in space with a ragtag crew and something to do with the board. But it's been like almost 35 years since the next, hell, like 32 years since the next generation started. So that was thirty two years ago. You would think that they would have had like some kind of backup Android for data. I mean, you had that B four goopy robot that was in the last one that it was data but it was just a prototype that they put his memories in and he started remembering stuff. But even if they couldn't, couldn't someone make like another data? I mean, you got a copy there. I mean, surely someone someone like Looked at his damn innards When he joined Starfleet <laughs> Well <laughs> can, can you, you not say make that, him a body You say that being
2: in the space, Being the ship's computer is crappy Based on the trailer he's been stuck in a suitcase
0: For 20 years
1: <laughs> No I mean so go, Starfleet. I mean,
0: They take care of their own So, But yeah the, uh,
2: the question is who's the girl Right Ron you had a theory about who the girl is That shows up that kind of gets the ball rolling
1: yeah, I, my my theory is uh is the board queen and data from uh when first contact when she had data and she was a board queen maybe she did some experimental and mm. uh she made a little uh little being there. Not Tasha Yar? What? Natasha Yar? Natasha Yar, no. Right. No, 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 no. It's definitely, I, I think it's something to do with the board. So you're probably right.
2: You're probably right. And then uh Jerry Ryan's going to appear.
1: I love that. I mean, this, this show is exactly what I wanted when discovery came out. And I was so pissed that we were going back in the past again to a prequel from the original series and I even, you know, it's like, and although I was wrong about Discovery, it's a good show. I still don't like it, the fact that it's a prequel because all the technology is so much advanced than the original series and, you know, all of a sudden Spock has a sister and all this other bullshit. But this show is exactly what I wanted. It's a continuation and you're looking at almost 20 years since a last next generation movie. So, this is fantastic and also and this is another reason I'm excited about it is you're using cast members from other Star Trek shows so you have 7 and 9 from Voyager you know I'm sure you're going to see some deep space nine people pop up you know you're using a uh, uh, Borg you're using you know Hugh from an old episode of TNG I mean this is like everything this is like a Trekkie's wet dream right here.
2: They, uh, we don't know if Jonathan Frakes is going to show up, but he's directing episodes. They mentioned that as well.
1: Well, no, he is. Uh, both him and Marina Sirtis, they've already announced it, that them two are going to show up on a an episode or two. So, I mean, Jesus Christ, this is great. I mean, this is really cool. And just to see where all these other, you know, where everybody ends up at. I mean, I mean, this is this could be really uh, a huge thing.
2: I'm pretty sure that uh, Deanna and uh, Riker ended up in
0: couples counseling.
2: <laughs> there's a lot of a, there's a lot of passive aggressive
1: comparisons to warp.
0: <laughs> a lot of unpacking they need to do. A lot of unpacking. Uh, <laughs> so on,
2: like once you <laughs> clean on, you never go back, right?
1: Like, you- That's what Warp <laughs> said.
2: How do you go Klingon <laughs> and Worf back to, to Riker?
1: Back to old meaty Riker. You remember? I'm just saying.
2: Do you, think, do you think Riker could keep up with Worf in the sack? No! <laughs> the answer is
1: no. So, uh? just i just put that out there. I'm, I'm you, sure. know, you know what? The way things are these days, the way TV shows and stuff are, I'm sure they'll do an episode <laughs> like that. I'm sure they'll say something like, Oh yeah, you in war for you know, how was his dong? I mean sure that's <laughs> what he'll say.
0: That's how they talk it. in the twenty eighth century or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: how, yeah. Is, how is your dong, sir?
1: Was <laughs> your dog?
0: That is weird, though. Like, how do you how do you go
2: from wharf back to Riker? I'm just saying. So odd. Right.
1: I mean, all right. So I I'm it, looking forward to it. Though that was the that was to me the best thing that came out of Comic Con. I mean, and I knew Picard was going to be a good show, but just those elements of it, the way they, I, you know, I was really kind of, I wasn't worried that they were going to just do new, new, new stuff, because that's usually what they do on shit like that. But So I was kind of pleasantly surprised that we're getting so much stuff tied into the old show, you know, I mean, I'm surprised about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, the... Picard looks really, really good. I'm telling you, the the sleeper is Pennyworth. Like you guys need to watch that Pennyworth uh, pilot because it's really good. So
1: the the thing with Pennyworth is again, <laughs> again, again, just make a goddamn Batman show. I mean, where well, you getting that on. one? Yeah, so. but oh, here's the reason. <laughs> Basically, what they're doing is no reason. I mean, we're we're have everybody's got a fucking show except fucking Batman, and that's the only one anybody cares about. You got now you got his goddamn Butler that has a fucking show. I get that. Now we're gonna have. Thomas Wayne, M.D. I'm I'm guarantee you, CBS. that would be a good
0: medical drama show. It's going to be like Marcus Welby,
1: M.D. MD. It's going to be Thomas Wayne, M.D. And you know what? One of his patients is going to be the guy that one day becomes
0: the Joker. Yeah. And then the Penguin's going to come in. Yeah. Two Face. Yeah.
2: It's going to have nothing to do. It's going to have nothing to do with the Batman's Rose Gallery. It sets you far back.
1: But here's the thing. Oh, I I guarantee you, the Joker's dad's going to (laughs) be. No, you need. <laughs> if you, with just you the watch the trailer, dad. if you
2: will watch the pilot, you'll see what I'm talking about. But here's here's what you here's where I have resided myself to on this program. Okay, I get your argument about why the hell are they making a TV show about Alfred Pennyworth. The flip side of that coin is Batman's a hot commodity. Anything that is Batman in, or like related is going to get a look from Hollywood and gonna get uh, um, a push and a and a, and a lucky bounce when it comes to actually making it to television um but this show other than the fact that his name is alfred pennyworth is really uh the avengers peel and and uh steed plus um
1: i will i Man will buy Uncle. you lunch i will bet you lunch that before the end of the season we will have one of the rose galleries Parent, uncle, last name, somebody from the Rose Gallery. The only they one help. they
2: could do, the See? only one they <laughs> could do that would make sense would be the Cobblepots. That would be the only thing go. that would make any sort of and sense. On, but, they'll be on there. But when I, <laughs> I'm telling you, there is no, like, uh, um, it's not. There's a conspiracy going on. There's like uh, this whole. Um, there's the Raven Society. Uh, which is the ones trying to overthrow the, uh, parliament and everything. And, uh, they're like a, an underground society, but they're like Spectre. They're like, they would be the equivalent of Spectre for this. So if you watch it and you take out the fact that his name is Alfred Pennyworth, it's a really, here's what you, here's what you have said. They should keep James Bond in the 60s, right? They should make James Bond like a uh, um, Man from U.N.C.L.E. That's what they're doing. It's just his name's Pennyworth. If you watch this,
0: <laughs> if you you're gonna boy, have to watch if, this. If I'm you will watch just, it. I will I will the just,
2: get the shot. I will. If you I will, will concede the one thing that his name is Alfred Pennyworth, and they do they call him Freddie. You will concede oh. the fact. Makes sense. Well, his name's Alfred. I mean, would, would you call your, your son Alfred or yeah. Freddie? So, like but if you bang. will concede, if you will concede the one fact that it's Alfred Pennyworth, you will enjoy the show.
1: Well, there you go. I will, I will look it up. I will watch it and see. I just, uh, you know,
2: he's, he's British SAS. Like, so his military record shows he was just a cook in the army. Um, it's his, it's his, his team, it's his buddies from the war go on, go on the mission with him. Uh, there's the secret society called the Raisman Society. Uh, it's, he stumbles on a conspiracy. It's really good. It's really good. It's, you say you want James Bond in the sixties. This is probably as close as you're going to get to James Bond
0: in the sixties.
2: And the reason it made it to television is because they, they were able to say, Hey, this is attached to
0: Batman. So. Are you sold yet there, uh, Ron? You sold? I'll watch it. Okay, good enough. Uh, you know, not necessarily, although you would mentioned earlier, Comic-Con related. Again, my vote is for The Boys as uh, the best new uh, comic book related show of uh, of the I, you know, 2019s.
2: I have enjoyed Boys. I'm a, I've seen uh, the first three episodes. Uh, it's... What's interesting is the TV show is considerably tamer than the uh, than the comic book has been so far. To, uh, and it's and it's a good choice because the comic book left you feeling like you needed a cold, no, not a cold shower. You needed a shower after <laughs> after, after reading every interview.
0: Mm-hmm. So all right, so Pad and Ron, yeah. you'll have to give uh, give a first episode a watch. See if you enjoy. I've only, I think I've watched will, four or five episodes, but I've enjoyed it. I will definitely watch it. All right. Well, there you go. Maybe that's a homework assignment for you next next time.
1: So nothing came out about Star Wars this time around.
2: Again, yeah, I'm assuming D twenty three. So there's something I did learn. For anybody that ever plans on going to Comic Con, that would be interesting. Uh, um, all of these experiences that you see, like the Game of Thrones cast signing, the It cast signing, um, even like the Frank Miller signing, you get a certain amount of allotments per day of uh, just basically tickets. And so you bid on the experiences you want to participate in, but it's still a lottery. So I think you, like on, uh, preview day, you only got like seven entitlements. Friday or Sunday, I think you only got 17. And the rest of the time you had like 23 for like Friday and, and Saturday. But you basically, you had to spend those entitlements or those tickets or tokens or whatever you want to call them towards experiences to try and get in. Um, well, I made the mistake of spending my tokens on Frank Miller and Jim Lee um, and some of the color creators where I could have just thrown money at it. Like, when I got there, Frank Miller was signing for, like, a 100 bucks. So it's like I could have just saved my entitlements for something else and then and just paid for Frank Miller because I wanted to get in and see the IT cast, and I wanted to do um, the uh, Game of Thrones, uh, and I didn't get either of them. Even though I threw a lot of to- tickets at it, so so if you ever go, okay. there's a certain methodology to way that to way those those entitlements work, uh, and you can almost hedge your bets on a lot of it, a lot of things. Well, like one thing we never got into Lego, we could not get into the Lego booth at all for the exclusives. So and and we bid on it every day the maximum amount of tickets we could, and we still never got in. Uh, the three of us. So we out of. Uh, Twelve chances uh, to get in. None of us got into Lego booth. So, but there's some people that said they didn't get. They spent their entitlements and didn't get anything for the entire the entire week, or the entire con. So, huh. you no. Know.
0: That so hey, was a learning. All right, well, something so I would do differently. All right. Yeah. What
2: else right. is there?
1: What else came out this? I mean, Top, top gun, gun trailer. The Top Gun yeah. trailer
2: looks really good. Uh, I was just telling Brad
1: Brad in the Green Room that, you know, I was reading an article where, you know, they didn't ask uh, Kelly McGillis back. Right, uh, yeah. And then you see a picture of her and you go, Oh. Well, she's in <laughs> her sixties. She looks like
2: uh uh she looks like um Janeway, uh Kate Mulgrew.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Is she well, supposed very... to believe she's a love interest for Tom Cruise at this point? You know what? That I would have went and saw it. If they would have done that, I would like to see how that works. <laughs> hey, hey, Maverick, what about what do you me? Do you,
2: that would explain why he's taking all those chances.
1: You know? <laughs> he's <laughs> trying to shake her. <laughs> well, no no, no, no.
2: Like, that's why he takes all those chances in the plane, because he's got nothing to lose. He's coming you know they, up to that every night.
1: <laughs> you know, they got Jennifer Connelly in the bar, you know, and she's in she's in the movie, and that's – Supposedly, it's going to be his new love interest. And, you know, he's in a bar talking to her. Wouldn't it be funny all of a sudden you hear, him, Hey, Maverick! <laughs> did you lose that loving feeling? And he turns around and it's Kelly McGillis. Kelly McGillis? pretty good. And then she goes, Is that your mom? Uh, no. That's, that's, my, that's my wife. Mm. See, now yeah, that, yes. that, that would be, be better. T- that, I
0: would watch that trailer.
1: Yeah, I would watch that. I mean, that would be- Well, what do you do when you're like, you're still a super stud fighter pilot and all the people around you like, you know, I, uh, Val Kilmer, you know, he's got like a thing sticking out of his throat now and you got fucking Kelly McGillis that looks like she's just some crazy cat lady. I mean, uh, that would be now. That's the story. That's the story. That's, that's the, the story. What not? Not what they're trying to pedal.
2: We had uh, uh, as far as other announcements. There was a lot of announcements around uh, DC's Crisis on Infinite Earths special, which will be the. They've already said that uh, Green Arrow dies, so he'll be the big sacrifice. But uh, Brandon Ralph is coming back, but not
1: as uh, the Atom. We heard. That's the big news.
2: Coming back is Kingdom Come Superman, so he gets another shot at playing Superman. And did you see what I posted about uh, uh, there's going to be another Batman appearance? So we're going to get a uh, a character we've never had in the CW universe, in the Arrowverse. Uh, DC's Robin. Burt Ward
1: is going to oh, be yeah, in Crisis yeah, yeah.
2: on Infinite Earths.
1: <laughs> I hope... I really do hope that he is an older Robin. He he is from that universe. I, I do hope play to that. I, it would be fantastic. I hope they don't do no stunt casting like he's the Alfred or some bullshit like that. I mean, nah, I I, gotta feel I, want, I want him to be, I want DC. This is what's interesting about DC right now with their multiverse is they're taking all their <clears> – <throat> properties all their old past movies and stuff and now they're like making those part of their multiverse and that's freaking awesome and if you were to show the robin from back in the day and you know now he's an old man and, uh, that would be pretty damn cool so i would give points to dc for that but
2: he's still got to be all hokey you know the
1: yeah the metal like- batman yeah i mean but you know, obviously he's what about 70 years old. So, I mean, but it would be interesting to see that Robin from that quirky show. What, what's going on with him now? You know, I mean, too bad Adam West isn't still alive because you know, Adam West would still, no, he would love. Oh my God, the heartbeat. I mean, they're just a couple of years too late on that, but man, that would have been freaking awesome. So, you know, if that's what they do, I mean, that's that's pretty cool on DC's part, and it's pretty cool about Brandon Routh too, playing that. I mean, DC's got their TV stuff really pretty cool, but kind of hokey, but still cool. But their movie stuff is just—I think they've just given up on that. I mean, they just, what are you like, talking about?
2: Shazam was great. Aquaman was good. Like uh Wonder Woman was was. The turning point, like, it wasn't the best, but, I mean, it was better than the Superman and everything, and uh, um, we're getting uh, Wonder Woman 1984 looks really, I mean, it looks like it'll be good, so...
1: What do you mean? No, 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 go back. They're they're doing uh, that. They don't even have any kind of previews of that yet. I mean... You see, have a, you would have thought they would have saw you would have had a premium of that that should have been released this year I don't, was a, was it wasn't it supposed to be released last year like December no no it was
2: supposed it's supposed to be released uh this december this December yeah, and then they pushed it back like to next summer, but they pushed it back to next summer because uh it was it was gonna it's gonna be their tent pole so We had um, trailers for uh, Terminator Dark Fate, or the first footage from Terminator Dark Fate, with Linda yeah, Hamilton yeah, returning. And so is Edward Furlong, and people are pissed yeah, off about that, was... that because of his drug charges.
1: Hmm. Why are they pissed off about it? Uh, because he was, you know, he
2: had so many legal troubles in the, in the past. Wow. He's uh, trying to just pull
0: a Robert Downey Jr.,
2: Oh, you had the big announcement about this. This we should talk about the uh, HBO Max and what the the fact that they're saying that DC Universe is still going to stay independent, an independent app, but Doom Patrol is going to show up is going to be on HBO Max um, as well. So it'll be both simulcast on both both platforms, and then HBO Max is what they're put is going to be the Warner Brothers um, platform. So it, that's where. Friends is going and the office is going, and, and all those shows that are being pulled from Netflix. Oh, they, 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 what, what about the Netflix announcement that they lost how many billion dollars with a B this quarter?
0: It's tough out there. Well, I mean, when
1: you cancel all your popular shows, you're bound to like start losing money. And hey, let's see, their business model. Cancel all your popular shows and go up five dollars on your price, yeah, okay that's and then and then start losing all the other popular movies to other streaming services they lost, yeah, Netflix seven, ain't be a, they
2: lost seventeen billion dollars in value in one day billion, so. Well, and then they also announced that uh, that uh, DC Plus or uh, Disney Plus is going to be uh, five ninety nine a month, but uh, it'll also be an add on to Hulu, so you can you'll be able to add it to your Hulu subscription for a discount above and beyond just the five ninety nine. So,
1: again, uh, interesting times. I guess. I guess it is. I mean. I mean what the yeah. hell is on
2: Netflix to watch other than Stranger Things once a year?
1: No, I mean, that's it. I mean, uh, Star Trek. There you go. Let's all Star Trek. The old Star Treks? Well, no, you've, they've got Next Generation and Voyager. I mean, they got all the TV shows on there, but, I mean... For, uh,
2: until CBS Access, All Access pulls them.
1: Will they be able to pull TNG and all that?
2: Yeah, because they're all Viacom.
1: Viacom. Uh, but um, well, what else was... Uh, I guess that was it. Anything else that they announced? Just, I mean... I'm telling you, it's, uh, I mean, the model stuff was good for me. Uh, Picard stuff was good, but other than that, and, and we're still looking at everything I just mentioned is sequels and just, there's no new stuff. I mean, there's nothing new coming out. Like, new properties. I mean,
2: What's, uh... yeah, that's the problem with Hollywood. Is like they, no, nothing's getting greenlit unless that's what we're talking about with Pennyworth. Nothing's getting greenlit unless it it ties to an established franchise. Yeah. So the, it's fact weird, that man. Penny, the fact that Pennyworth is on TV is kind of a coup. But and the only reason they could make the show they're making is because they could say, oh, well, this is Batman. You know, it's
0: tied to Batman.
2: But. Uh, Hopefully it flies underneath the radar enough to where they can make it its own thing. At least in the pilot, it is. So this is the kind of stuff we need to support. Uh, if we, if you want to see like actual like, you know, unique content other than, you know, four seventeen.
1: So yeah, but I mean, every time they try to do something new, it's it just flops. And I mean. Uh, they've tried to do several new shows, space sh- movies and stuff. Nothing, nothing sticks. Hell, even, fuck, even Star Wars didn't really stick. I mean, even the new stuff with Star Wars is just kind of petered
2: out. Well, you know how I feel about Star Wars. I've never been a huge Star Wars person. So do you think I-
1: they're going to show a no, uh, trailer at, D23 For Star Wars
2: uh, They kind of have to Don't they I mean The movie's coming out In December
1: yeah.
2: So I mean The assumption is We're getting a, a second trailer
1: So Yeah Brad you got anything? I got nothing I just want to say One thing I just found out uh we, we lost a uh, voice uh actor, actress, who uh she voiced uh, Minnie Mouse. Brian should be in mourning. Mm-hmm. And and uh is she Martin on The Simpsons.
0: She voiced Martin on The Simpsons?
1: Yeah, well, the little uh, nerdy yeah. kid. Huh. So but here's what here's what I'm leading to, not that. I mean oh. that, that's sad and everything. <laughs> I didn't know when Marsha Wallace died, like six years ago, <laughs> that they quit voicing. They they killed Miss Krabappel. Krabappel, yeah. I had no idea. Oh yeah. I I, I knew Miss uh, Marsha Wallace died, but I didn't know they just like killed off the character of Miss Krabappel. The yeah, there was like a a. a
2: uh uh a send-off, like a heartfelt send-off to the character on the show.
1: Did you know... So How did she die on the show?
2: Uh, I think they... I didn't watch it. I think the kids got news that she had died. She, like, left the school <laughs> and then they found out that she died or something. <laughs> but Sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like she could voice it. Ah. Uh. They could just say she
1: was in a coma.
2: Here's an interesting, uh, uh, fact. Uh, if you hadn't already read this, did you know who, uh, the Minnie Mouse actress, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Lucy Taylor. Do you know who her husband is? I do not. Martin Prince. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's, that's the character. Hang on. What's the, name? the guy? In- Wayne, Wayne Alwine. Wayne Alwine. Uh, who is uh, the voice of Mickey Mouse. (laughs) So the voice of Minnie Mouse married the voice of Mickey
1: Mouse.
0: Well, well. That makes sense.
1: That makes sense. I mean,
0: we had a lot of
1: deep, passionate uh, conversation between the two of them in Cartoon Land, so that sexual tension just kind of reverberated into uh, real life. Mm
0: -hmm. Huh? Oh, Mickey. Oh, man. They look so. good. <laughs> Let me see that dog. Let me see that dog. <laughs> you know,
1: I could tell there was some sexual tension between them two. So, uh,
0: interesting facts.
1: Fun facts to know and tell. All
0: right. That well, about wrap it up? I
2: believe
1: so. Trying to think, there seems like there was something else, but I don't know what it could be.
0: Stretch this to an hour Uh, and a half episode.
1: No, by the time we uh, come back, I will have a review for uh,
0: "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood." Excellent. Not the boys or uh, (laughs) 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 anywhere. I think that sounds perfect.
2: Something we something we haven't discussed at all.
1: Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I mean, although I'm not a big Quentin Tarantino fan,
0: (laughs) but I would still rather see that first before the other things that you guys suggested. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. No,
1: No, I want. I I do want to see both of those: the
0: boys and um, Freddie Penny Penny Pennyworth.
2: Yeah.
0: So all right, well, and you can see
2: Pennyworth. uh, epics is free for the first 30 days so you can see the, the pilot and a couple of episodes before your subscription uh, expires
1: well I really that's know. if you
2: don't get epics already on your television
1: you may already get it who knows I get so much shit on there who knows
0: who knows, who knows what you pay for who All right. knows well we will answer that question but until next time save it for the podcast